Welcome to episode 13 of the Funny Story Podcast. On this episode, we have the story of a man who accidentally got a job. Uh, hilarious story as always. And another reminder, the Funny Story Podcast is also on TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. Check those reels for our funny shorties. These are 90 second or below stories. Just real quick to get a little smile on you during your day. Otherwise, uh, please don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to the Funny Story Podcast. And check us out on your favorite podcast platform. Again, this is The Funny Story Podcast. To submit your own story, email me at thefunnystorypodcast at gmail.com. That's thefunnystorypodcast at gmail.com. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the episode. Funny Story I accidentally got a job. Uh, Hey, Chris. Enjoy the show and keep up the good work. Ironically, I'm sending you in this story from work at a job that I didn't even mean to get, but I'm very happy to be at. A few years ago, I was working in a very stable but boring job in information technology at a very, very, very large company. It's hard to complain about a job like that but I am going to do it anyway. Because we're such a large company, our roles and responsibilities were very siloed off. I don't want to get too nerdy here because I'll make myself fall asleep, but for all intents and purposes, my entire job was that when someone needed a line of code added to the configuration on some of our hardware, I would log into that hardware, make sure that line of code was present in the right place and absolutely 100% correct, and then mark that ticket as complete. Uh, to be fair, it was vitally important that the line of code was absolutely perfect and had no errors and was absolutely 100% in the right place, which is why it was my job to do just that one single thing all day long. Zero chance of failure, so to speak, because if anything went wrong in that one line of code, it would screw up the entire piece of hardware. Uh, Because of the nature of this job and how mundane it was, I also required very little supervision and had a lot of autonomy at work, as well as, to be fair, a lot of downtime. As long as I would never messed up this one line of code, and as long as my workload never got backlogged, I was pretty much free to do as I please all day, as long as my boss could occasionally walk by and see me at my desk, of course. Now, I knew our company monitored our online activity to a degree, but anything offline wasn't, such as creating a resume. So after I had been at this job for almost 10 years, I had got to my boredom breaking point. I decided it was time to look for another job, but because this job was stable and paid pretty well, I wasn't really in any hurry. My passion has always been people. Uh, Unlike a lot of my IT counterparts, I am actually a people person and very much enjoy being social. So I began looking for jobs in things like marketing, sales, etc, etc. Something where I could leverage my experience but get out of this cubicle farm. I wasn't having much luck, so one day I randomly decided to show people my sense of humor, throw a few darts at the board and see if they stick. So I created a resume that said the following. First name, comma, last name. Professional job seeker. And under job experience, 
instead of listing my normal job history, which includes such exciting details as network operations technician and field engineer level two, I decided to go completely outside the box and just flat out make things up. So I went ahead and included a full list of work experience, which included things like, quote unquote, professional bed tester, January 2012 to August 2021, quote unquote, roller coaster consultant, May 2008 to December 2011, quote unquote, entry level paladin, Dungeons and Dragons Incorporated, April 2004 to April 2008, and even went so far as to include previous experience as chocolate candy bar quality control expert. However, this job was prior to turning 16, so I cannot list this job officially due to current child labor laws. Each job included some whimsical bullet points such as, as a professional bed tester, have spent approximately one third of my entire life testing beds, giving me a unique insight into the performance of any particular mattress or bed-like device. During my tenure as a roller coaster consultant, I've personally presented my opinion in no uncertain terms on a roller coaster's performance by loudly screaming and expressing my joy in the roller coaster experience during any particular consulting position. So I sent this resume out to a bunch of companies for a laugh, knowing the way most of them have automated systems to filter out crappy resumes anyway. I also felt better about myself knowing I probably wouldn't be wasting some poor soul time reading through all my nonsense. And even if they did, hopefully it would provide a bit of a laugh during an otherwise mundane workday. Uh, shockingly, a couple weeks after my self-fulfilling email blitz in my resume, I actually got an email back from one of these companies. It was a smaller marketing firm that I'd found on one of those job search websites that allows you to one button auto apply with a saved resume. And the email read like this. Hey Colin, loved your resume. Believe it or not, we were just saying what this company needs is a guy who knows his way around a roller coaster. Would love to talk to you more. At first I laughed, thinking it was a bit of an eye for an eye situation. I messed with them a little bit, they were messing with me back. But at the very least it was worth a laugh, so I emailed back. Thank you, Mark. I had a lot of ups and downs in that job, but would love to speak with you more about the opportunity. Within an hour, I had a response from Mark with an invite to schedule time on his calendar for a meeting. I proceeded with scheduling a meeting for that Friday, took a personal day from my current job, and figured, let's not, let's roll the dice. <clears throat> when I logged into the meeting, I was greeted by Mark and two other people on his team. Immediately, the tone of the meeting was upbeat and enjoyable as the other participants were dressed rather casually and seemed to be laughing with one another as they waited for me to join via audio. Good morning, Colin, Mark said immediately. Uh, first off, we all thoroughly enjoyed your resume. We are very much looking forward to this interview. Mark proceeded to introduce the other two members of his team and went through the usual formalities of job titles sprinkled with a couple personal details that made everyone seem more human and approachable. And then Mark launched into his pitch. Well, Colin, like we said, we got your resume and we all got a really good laugh out of it. So much so that I actually decided to check your real LinkedIn and your real LinkedIn showed a bit of a real life job experience in the IT field and Google and some other things confirmed that. So let me ask you this, 
how much do you know about us? Now, I'd done a little research when they sent the invite. I knew they were a small marketing firm that had advertised they were looking for full-time remote workers to join their marketing team. So I replied with such with that information. Uh, Yeah, at a base level, that's what we do. But what our goal is this year is to develop a niche as a marketing resource specifically for small to mid-sized companies that offer IT services. As I'm sure you know, it's not always easy to find someone who can understand our potential customers on a technical level, but also have enough of an outgoing personality to translate that technical information they give us into useful data and language we can use to provide our potential clients with a marketing service tailored to their needs that allows them to really speak to their customers and the services they offer in both a catchy and entertaining manner. If you really are looking for a career change and you're willing to learn a little bit about marketing and how we work, of course, I actually think we could have a potential fit for you. How does that sound to you? Son of a biscuit, I'm thinking to myself, this might actually pan out. Son of a biscuit, I'm thinking to myself, this might actually pan out. I'm very interested, I reply. What would the day-to-day look like? What is the software? And really, what would you need from me? So Mark went on to explain the details of the job and answered all my questions. And then they began to ask more detailed questions about me. I went into a lot more about my actual background, some of my real-world experience, all the actual things asked during a job interview. It turns out that one of the team members on Mark's side, Julia, actually had a pretty solid technical background herself and drilled into me with a few solid inquiries into my technical background. Uh, The interview seemed to go well, and I was able to sprinkle in some of the bits and pieces of my personality. So at the end of the interview, Mark took back over. Uh, Well, Colin, you certainly were a unique candidate for us. Let us get together as a team and discuss this internally, and we'll get back to you by next Tuesday before end of business. For a fun-loving group when it was time to get down to business, Mark got down to business. I like that. And sure enough, that Tuesday, I got a phone call from Mark. Uh, hey, Colin, are you in a place where you can talk? I couldn't care less at this point if someone in my office did hear me. So sure, I said. Uh, well, we liked what you had to say. We liked your personality. We wanted to go ahead and make you an offer of employment. If you want to join a really cool team and have the opportunity you talked about to be more of who you are as a person and let your personality shine, we'd love to have you on our team. I won't discuss salary here, obviously, but Mark indicated that all salary and benefit information was in an offer letter in my email. I told him I would review his offer letter and get back to him. I opened the offer letter and the salary with potential bonuses was where I needed it to be, but this was a huge deal. I worked for one of the biggest companies in the country, if not the entire world. My job was not going anywhere. I had never had to worry about a paycheck and I lived a pretty comfortable life. Was I really willing to drop all that and take a risk on this company that probably wouldn't even show up on the first page of a Google search for marketing companies? Uh, As a single man, this is probably the biggest decision of my life. Do I risk it all? Can I even actually do the job? I was racked with nervousness. Well, I won't leave you in suspense any longer. I took the job and I'm happy to say I've never been happier. My work-life balance is better. My mental health is better. Everything is just better. And I'll leave you with this. Side note, if 
If anyone needs my resume services, just let me know. Folks, this has been episode 13 of the Funny Story Podcast. We hope you enjoyed. And again, to submit your own story, email me at thefunnystorypodcast at gmail.com. That's thefunnystorypodcast at gmail.com. As always, I'm your host, Chris DiOrio. See you in the next one.